The star of Bethlehem appears only in the nativity story of the Gospel of Matthew, where wise men from the east, magi, are inspired by the star to travel to Jerusalem. There they meet King Herod of Judea and ask where the king of the Jews had been born. It's Herod. Herod, following a verse from the book of Micah, interpreted as a prophecy, directs them to Bethlehem to the south of Jerusalem. The star leads them to Jesus' home in the town where they worship him and give him gifts. The wise men are then given a divine warning not to return to Herod, so they return home by a different route. Many Christians believe the star was a miraculous sign to mark the birth of the Christ or Messiah. So much so that in 1926, a Belgian brewery launched a Christmas beer named after the Christmas star. They called it Stella. First sold in the winter season, it eventually became available year-round, with exports into the broad European market commencing in 1930. The brewery, Brewery, oh boy, Brewerie Artois, eventually uh, merged together into a conglomerate called Innerbrew, which moved production into a fully automated brewery and living in 2004 was part of a merger creating InBev. And by 2006, total annual production volume of Stella Artois exceeded 1 billion liters. That's right, folks. Another beer from the umbrella of our good friends AB InBev. Today on the show, we're drinking Stella Artois. Did you like my intro? That was a great intro. Thanks. It had been a while since we'd done it had one been a while. like that. Yeah. Hey, it thanks. hasn't been a while since we've done that. Yeah, it hasn't. Uh, let's pour. I forgot to pour. I'm sorry. Uh, as I mentioned on the Your intro. Your man is a poor. <laughs> yeah, it, it, they really are. And so is this beer at $2.79. For a tall boy? It's likely to be poor. Yes. I got it at the gas What's your experience with Stella Artois? Cheers. Have you had a lot? Cheers. I have, yeah. I really like Stella Artois. Mm. Uh, hold on a second here. Yeah, it's good. It tastes it's not like, bad. Tastes, it tastes high-end for being a shitty cheap <laughs> beer. That's why I love Especially Stella. Especially on tap, it tastes good to me. Yeah. Like, all the, I would always say I would never drink it out of, like, a bottle. Because they have, like, the green bottles that I feel like don't yeah. hold that beer well. It's coming from wherever. Yeah, it's one of Jerusalem. their signatures. <laughs> it's coming from Jerusalem. <laughs> uh, no, it, it, with the... Uh, I chose to get a can today because yeah. it, it was cheap and it was across the street in, in uh, the Union Market. Shout out to the Union Market. Find them on Facebook. Uh, they, they Are they on? Oh, nice. They have it on their sign up to find actively... this on Facebook. Who could say? I'll post a link on Twitter uh, next week to the Union Market. Because I can be hired for optimizing your Facebook content, (laughs) Union Market. Let it be known. Save it for off the show. (laughs) Um, How how was the first sip? Yeah, I don't mind this beer. It's very light. There's not a whole lot of flavor there. Yeah. But but it's easy drinking. But it's not like a a light beer. I think the, uh, fuck, I should have the, the alcohol by volume up. Oh, don't worry, Joe. That's all me. All right, get five percent. Five percent. So I guess it's on average. It's pretty light, but yeah, I don't know. I like it a lot too. You asked for my history with it. Um, I actually went to a wine like festival. I believe Mm -hmm. you've gone out there. It's called Kirkland Uncorked at a suburb of Seattle. (laughs) I don't know if I have. Have I love getting uncorked though. Oh, you get uncorked there. Uncorked, there unzipped, of, whatever. <laughs> there was a period of time, speaking of unzipped, too, there was a period of time where you could get unlimited wine tokens for Kirkland Uncorked for, like, I don't know what it was. It was, pretty, it was like 50, 60 bucks. But then you get unlimited tokens all day. 
You just go there. So you, do you actually physically have tokens? Your pockets are bulging? You get a, no, you get a bracelet. Okay. And then it's just like VIP. You, uh, all the plebeians paying with their that tokens. That makes more you sense. Flash the, you flash the bracelet. Yeah. Anyway, Stellar Artois has um, set up like a truck there for the last few years at Kirkland Uncorked. And my wife and I, we got this like VIP celebrity Ooh. rollout gif of us drinking a Stella Artois. Um, that they shot? That they shot. Oh, okay. And then they like send you the link with the gif in it. We'll tweet, we'll put it on Instagram or something. Put it on the gram. That's cool. So I'm like an official kind of ambassador, no big deal, <laughs> to Stella Artois. So you didn't even pay for this can. They gave you this. Yeah, they, it's all been on the house. Yeah. This, this whole podcast has been leading to this fucking moment, right? <laughs> Don't spoil like it for 52 me. 52 or whatever. Yeah. Uh, um, the, but the, the gold tip glass I got there yeah, as well. We have a couple of them. Right, now. right. Yeah. I used to have two and I broke both of them. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> They're very easy to break because yeah. they don't fit well in a cupboard or cabinet. Uh, so they have this at a wine festival, the yeah. beer stand? Yeah. It's, there, so there's it's like, like for guys who aren't pussy. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. No, they, they, I think they're like the only beer presence there. So you, you're drinking right. wine all day. You might want to go pop in and do the corporate sponsored tent for Stella where you're like, I think you get a free glass of beer if you it like line up. Sense. And then they're like, hey, fill out this form and yeah. <laughs> and then take this gift. And if you do the whole thing, you get like a small glass of beer. The Stella at the Wine Festival is like the cheeseburger on the Mexican menu. It's yeah, like yeah. <laughs> for the one person who won't eat the normal yeah. good thing. Or the euro at the bottom of a pizza menu. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Joe. My co-host moves to Seattle. <laughs> and one of the first things he does, we go over to Romeo's Pizza. Shout out to Romeo's Pizza. R.I.P., uh, right? R.I.P. Pizza. St- it's, <laughs> it's still there, actually, but it is oh, going to really? be torn down oh, okay. soon to build a giant high-rise, I believe. Uh, go to Romeo's Pizza, and Nick's, he's he's scanning this thing, and, you know, they serve calzones and pizza. <laughs> and uh, he finds somehow, I'm shocking the waiter. The waiter's got to go ask the manager if they even still if, do this. Yeah. He finds euros at the bottom corner of the of the menu. Get it in. We're all eating pizzas and stuff. Nick's kind of poking away at his euro, and he's like, "This isn't very good." <laughs> Something's off. <laughs> like it's been in the freezer for the past ten years. Yeah, it was a bad order. It was a very bad order. The, I think I remember that we had too long to order. Like we got a beer after we sat in mm-hmm. there for like five minutes, and then they came, got the beverage order, right? Brought us our beers like five minutes after that, and then let us sit longer waiting to order the food. And then I think I talked myself into, I think, well, you need something light. Right. Euro. <laughs> Euro. Don't go for the cheesy calzone. <laughs> the, the waiter yeah, goes no. and asks his manager. Manager goes, Jesus Christ, no one's ordering that, are they? <laughs> look, I'll look, but I can't make any guarantees. <laughs> oh, you okay? What just happened? I don't know. There's like plastic. It, it might be from the cup we're drinking out of. I think oh, it probably, probably is. yeah. The cheap cup. Hey. Cheap, cheap cup made me infertile in high school. <laughs> hey, now here he is. He He's back again, he folks. Um, you have a really nice shirt on right now. Is there any particular reason you have a nice shirt on? It looks like you're I going for it. an interview. I bought it recently, and I wanted to try it out. Try it out. I like it. It feels nice. I Thanks, Joe. I like the color. Thank you. It's got Marsala color. The Marsala. Marsala. I want to eat goes, it. You know what Marsala goes well with? It goes well with a gold-plated uh, <laughs> finish. I don't know, doesn't it? Like Marcella and gold, that, that's a color combination. Oh, I like Stella Artois. That's yeah, what yeah, I'm trying yeah, yeah, to yeah. say. God damn it. You brought up the glasses. What you were then you before the show, I was like, what the fuck are we gonna talk about with Stella Artois? And you said something about Matt Damon in the glasses. I'm not that familiar yeah. with this program. So it's kind of a big ad campaign. They do it during big sporting events and other things. It's like you can buy a commemorative Stella glass. Right. 
and then that the money from that after after expenses are paid, of course, and Matt Damon's <laughs> Matt sponsorship Damon gets his cut. Uh, then they donate the money to like getting clean water for people in remote areas of the world or third world areas. Oh, okay. And it, it says like one glass equals five years of golden. If you go to water.org. Water.org. Yeah, that's they the website. Water. Yeah, it's water.org. One limited edition chalice equals five years of clean water. Help end okay. the global water crisis. I don't see Matt Damon anywhere on water.org. Oh, no, I do. He's he there, scrolled yeah. down long enough. Our founders, Matt Damon and Gary White. They, yeah. they made this while on the set of We Bought a Zoo. That's what it looks like. <laughs> I would have believed that. This is the same. No, yeah, it's not. But it's like the same background. He's got the same ball cap, I think. I feel like he wears a ball cap. Yeah, there was a Super Bowl commercial. That's what I'm remembering. Ah, okay. And yeah, it's in the commercials, they say like some people like have to walk five miles a day to get clean water or something right. like that, which is insane. So. Yeah, it is. It's a great cause. Good, good and for And you Stella. walk across the street to get beer. <laughs> yeah. Can you, how privileged we are. And uh, and so if you buy one of these glasses, then that's that's it. You just order the glass like online or what? You go online. Oh, yeah. You go to water.org. Buy a chalice. You I find water on, on the internet. Some people got to walk five miles for water. You can just go on the internet and you got oh, water. The listeners heard. Um, buy a chalice is a button on their website and I it doesn't click anywhere, so it's a broken link. So unfortunately, oh. I can't do my part. Well, I'm on water.org. You can buy an India chalice, a Philippines chalice, or a Mexico chalice. Hmm. Or a chalice. How much are they? Uh, I think they're like fifty. Oh, it's on. A, it redirects you to Amazon. Thirteen bucks. That's not bad. It's not bad at all. Maybe and we'll thirty-three for your, a three set. Maybe maybe I'll I'll get some gifts going and we'll replace some of those uh, shattered chalices that you've <laughs> had in the past. Yeah, get me some gifts. It's like uh, it's like that movie, A Silent Place. You shattered your ch- chalice. Uh, isn't that, it's a big part of that movie. I just saw that movie. And when does someone drop a glass? Uh, Emily Blunt's character oh, is walking down the stairs. Okay. Okay. And she drops yeah, yeah, yeah. a frame and then the big monster. So, right. Spoiler it's alert. It's not a glass. I, I apologize. Spoiler alert. Yeah, I guess. Jesus. I, I, frame came to me after I was saying, <laughs> I thought it was a glass <laughs> until I said it out loud. It is a picture frame. Yeah. Uh, I guess, yeah. Are, do you want to, you want to talk about it? Is there going to be a spoiler? Well, I don't want to spoil anything. I guess I like that movie. You like the movie? I liked it. I told you it was a good horror thriller, like good theater experience. Fast paced. 95 minutes long. That's nothing better than that. God. Get your fucking point across and get my ass out of there. Yeah, yeah. Don't waste time with stuff. And when I'm done with that bucket of popcorn during the previews, uh, I don't want to sit there for much (laughs) longer. Yeah, yeah. If I'm not going to go out and get my refill. the popcorn thing, though, we talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the movie is mostly silent. There's very little score or dialogue. Yes, and so you will hear people munching away on yeah, that popcorn. You have to listen to everyone around you. Yes, that's the one problem. Did I, you have any of that in your? I had some of that, experience? but I did want to touch on one problem I had with the film itself. This isn't any spoilers. Gripe and a, Joe. It's Gripe and Joe. Uh, this week is edition a silent pace directed by John Krasinski. Um, <laughs> Here's my one shining gripe. <laughs> There's a scene, and this isn't a spoiler. It's just like a minor plot device. In the middle of this movie where Emily Blunt's walking upstairs and she's holding a bag of stuff, and her bag gets caught on a nail. Mm. And it pulls the nail up, and then the nail is kind of there for, like, a plot device. And, again, it's not really a spoiler. My whole gripe is there's... The nail 
is up point pointy side so it was hit through the bottom of the stairs so somebody hit the nail through the bottom of the stairs a little bit of the point was exposed and somehow her bag got caught pulled the rest of the point up through the stairs and was so permanently there that like you could like it's dangerous you could step on it or something um i get it it's a it's a it's a nitpicky thing it's not much i love the movie i'm not shitting on the movie like at all i thought it was a really good movie but that like so it was almost nonsensical. I watched it. I was like, I must have missed something. That's not what they meant. That, and then I kind of continued to watch it, uh, and that's what they meant. It, it's just so strange because that movie was really delicate, really well shot. Like the plot was a bullet train, ninety-five minutes, like you said. Mm-hmm. But then they just have this almost nonsensical element in the middle of well, it. Well, how else are you going to do it if you want to accomplish that? Like, would you rather have them put like a Hot Wheels car on on sure. a stair? Yeah, exactly, something? and. I think, and again, there's no enough spoilers. kids shaming in that movie about their own <laughs> toys. They can't do that twice. Yeah. No, this isn't a spoiler, but really the plot device was for, we need somebody to call out. Ah, ow! You know? Yes. There are 8,000 ways you can get somebody to call out. Rather, Would than, any of them been that painful, though? I think that's what they wanted, is like something super painful. But Yes. I Where just, we're like cringing in our seats yeah. as we'd like. And I get it. I just don't. If it happened. I just don't understand how that possibly could have, it, yes. like, it's almost, it doesn't even make, like, any, I'm not Neil deGrasse Tyson where I'm like, mm, technically this <laughs> You're wouldn't a be possible. Bit being Neil I guess Grass a little Tyson. bit, but, but like, I guess it's I'd have so to look back. egregiously yes. doesn't make any sense that I, it like threw me off in what otherwise uh, was a movie that I thoroughly enjoy. Again, I still love the movie. Go see the movie. It's yes, great. Yes, yes, yes. This isn't really a genuine spoiler. It's just a small thing, but it, when you see it, folks out there, Cold Cans Nation, tweet us. <laughs> And let me know if it if it totally threw you off. Hashtag uh, na- nail n- nail bi- nail biter nail nail gate nail. Come on, you can do it, Nick. Is this for people who agree with you? They agree with me. They're, they're hashtag nail fail. Hashtag nail fail. I knew you could do it. Well done. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Uh, anyway, that's my only gripe. We, yeah, we could. Uh... I would have to look back if the stairs were overall like rough, roughly constructed. They're not. That's they're, what they're I, hard I know. I didn't remember of, it being that way. Two by I four. just remembered the one nail, and then and the like somehow burlap up. bag. Yeah, yes. burlap bag somehow pulled, took bends a nail, it. pulled it straight yes. up through the stair. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Like you said, in theory, in theory, it was bent over on the top of the stair, and oh. then somehow the thread caught it and pulled and it pulled up. it all the way up, right. straight, straight up, and down. up, straight up. Such that it wouldn't even be loose. Okay. That's a little better, but I wasn't... But again, like if, very the, strange. if there weren't more nails like that on the stairs, then it's a little bit uh, yeah, unbelievable. But whatever. It's, you know... Also, it was pounded up from the bottom then. It, it, whatever. It's well, a minor yeah, I nitpick. guess if you're attaching the, like, base of the stair to the, like, right, planks, you're, under, yeah, you're you, underneath. Oh, you flipped it over. So if you, you like... Were... Yeah. If you're, like, mishit a nail or I don't know. Maybe there's some symbolism in it. It's just it was what, all Emily Blunt's fault, the entire... Oh, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't get that out of that movie. Uh, for her being pregnant? <laughs> Come on. That's what you were insinuating. Oh, uh, maybe. Um, That's fun, though. Apologies. That no real good... spoilers there, and that was my one shining gripe. <laughs> Joe's gripe. Um, Joe's gripe groove. B- 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 That's going to be the groove. new... The gripe, the gripe groove. groove. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I'm getting yeah, in my gripe, gripe groove. groove. Yeah. Well, That's I got the one new more. Segment. You want to hear another gripe? This is not about the movie Give itself. Give me the gripe. It's it's more meta. I walk into the movie theater. I sent you a picture of this. Oh yeah. And I will 
it gets to your popcorn point about like it's a very it's almost a silent film, so mm-hmm. you can hear every single fucking movement around you. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of a it's kind of a nightmare for me in a movie theater <laughs> to have that. I hate that. Um, my point is, I get into the movie theater and downtown Seattle has renovated their Regal Cinemas. Big shout out to Regal Cinemas. Yeah, it's the uh, nicest one in it's, town. It's very nice. Basically, they, they eliminated the sheer number of seats that they pack into a theater, probably knowing that most people don't fill all those seats anyway. What's the point? Right. And they instead put in these, like, easy boy, like, Like dream recliners. loungers, I think they call them. Dream in loungers. Other theaters I've been in, yeah. Like AMC's call them dream loungers. Yeah. And so I think, yeah, it's it's a trend all up. But basically, it's these big leather comfy chairs that you can recline like all the way it's like it's like you're flying in first class you could just recline we got a little bit of like we talk. can all uh uh relate to <laughs> flying first class on international flights yeah the point is the point is no i didn't even mean that i meant it's just like it's it's a it's definitively a better experience <laughs> nick's upset with me now it's definitively a better experience it's, it's great it's fucking awesome you get this little yes. tray that you can put your popcorn yes. on and it, it's just really cool it's not even bad to sit next to a stranger in those no, seats. Yeah, you have like you're so, pretty separated. It's yeah. like a foot of an armrest. Speaking, Speaking of, of a foot, <laughs> <laughs> so I sent you a picture, and I'll tweet this picture up. We walk in. We had to buy our tickets beforehand because actually, my wife and I tried to go to this movie a few days ago, and it was fucking sold out. Yeah, crazy. So we we're like, okay, let's let's buy our tickets beforehand this time. So we go on Fandango. We pick out seats. Shout out no to movie Fandango, pass a sponsor. No, I canceled my movie pass. Oh, Joe. It felt like movie pass, like, it, it made me feel like it was a chore to go, oh, I got to at least go to one movie this month. Oh, really? And so we, we're not huge movie goers to begin with. Sure. So we canceled it. I know you're still a big movie pass boy. I am. Big BMPB. Um, no, point is, so we book, we book a, a spot, and... We walk into the theater, and there's, like, no one else in the theater. We're a couple minutes early, all right? We mm-hmm. like to get to the theater early. I like to see Maria Menounos's Nuvi ads first. Why? That ad that she's in, she's on screen for, like, four seconds. That's it. And in, in those four seconds, she pitches, like, follow me at Maria Menounos yeah. and get my free newsletter. I never and then, understood that. And she's like, oh, yeah, and this is Nuvi. And then it, the ad <laughs> ends. <laughs> anyway, so we go in. And we're early. There's no one else in there. Maybe like one head, like way up in the front. Yeah. And and because we reserved seats, we had to go to the ones we reserved right next to. Not not tot- one. Like was there were one seat over next to us. Our two people, this older couple there, and the older guy is already all the way reclined in his seat, and he has no <laughs> shoes and no socks on. He's got his little bare feetsies out there, oh. and and I walk in and I'm immediately repulsed. And my wife knows how much. I, I almost just in general going to the movies is a nightmare for me because I fucking hate the public, and <laughs> we've told us. And I walk in and I'm like, no fucking way. And his little feetsies are out, and he's like, you know, moving them, rubbing them. And, and old guys always rub their feet together. Yes, to so scratch them. It's they're it, dry. It's horrible. You bunions. <laughs> But don't pull your bunions out in the movie theater, for God's <laughs> sakes. The, Regal gave us too much power with these Dreamliners, and we're abusing them. The public abuses comfort. It's why you can't. The old saying, That's can't have true. nice things. Yeah. Like, you can't. Yeah. Anyway, so we go in. Whatever. I start. He's in my periphery. Hey, that... I, I Dreamline myself, and dream I'm okay. I dream, dream lodge, whatever. And I'm okay. So, <laughs> whatever. The opium of the masses, the dream lodger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so... My last point, my last minor gripe here, I know we've been doing it for a while, is that I 
you're going to think I'm making this up. I told you this before, so I didn't reveal what it was. Yeah, yeah, I'm anxious. Guy with his feet out, maybe 15 minutes into the movie, maybe not even, maybe 10 minutes into the movie, starts snoring. Oh, no. He's asleep. (laughs) We are in a otherwise deserted, not deserted, but totally quiet theater. And this guy's three chairs, three Dreamliners to my right, and he's... Oh, no. And... Luckily, it only went on for maybe 20 to 30 seconds. I looked at my wife and I went, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like mouth that to her. And uh-huh. she's like, oh, like she's she's dealing with me being a lunatic. Yeah. Uh, God bless her soul. And the wife luck- luckily right. wakes you him gotta. up like, you come on. You gotta. And I think I heard it like once or twice else, but like she was quick on the draw later of like waking him up. So he 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 was basically paid twenty two dollars to go right. to bed, take a nap. In the right. <laughs> to pay twenty two dollars to pay ten dollars for a medium popcorn, then to take a nap. Yeah. But that brings up an interesting point for the movie. Yeah. Which they never addressed. Snoring. Oh sure. In yeah, theory, yeah, that would have been a big noisemaker. It's a great. Call. The movie had, and I'm okay with this. Again, I am, I'm not dealing with this, but it had some logical problems. Of the nail wasn't the only one. Of course, farting. <laughs> yeah, there's a Snoring. lot of things, but like quick little noises, like quick little farts aren't going to do anything. Right. I'm guessing those movie stars, they don't have big, big rip-roaring farts. Right. Yeah, because they <laughs> were movie stars. And the characters themselves John movie Krasinski's stars. a healthy man. Emily Blunt's a healthy woman. She is. Those um, kids, though? Who knows about those kids? Anyway, uh, you had your own experience you were telling me about this film. Okay, no more on A Quiet Place. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. It wasn't really the Belabored. Plan. We can move on. Quiet place. I want to go back to Stella a little bit. I want to go back to like the the flavor profile. Give of me Stella. the flavor profile. Well, I don't really have one that I'm reading. I just think, I th- I think this is our first Belgian beer that we've done. I'm trying to think in the back of my like mind. Like brewed in Belgium. Yeah, mean? I mean, okay. Einger wasn't a Belgian beer. I know this is mass market bullshit Belgian beer, but Einger mm-hmm. was Einger Belgian. Is it German? I don't fucking know. Who cares? Point. We haven't done many Belgian beers, and universally, when I get like a nice beer, and and if I'm aware of where it's from, Belgian beers are always fantastic. I mean, they're the best beer makers in the world. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I went to that Belgian beer festival with uh, our mutual friend Eric mm-hmm. recently, and that was just like great beer. All the local breweries like brought their two or three Belgian beers. Yeah. And had them on tap. They're always very strong. They're strong. Yeah. Yeah. But the the flavor is like it's never overwhelming. It's not like what we're doing with like the IPA revolution here in, in the US. We're just soaking hops for everybody. <laughs> so you get nothing but hop flavor. Belgian beers aren't overly hoppy that I've seen. And even their mass market bullshit beer, like this Stella, it's just really tasty. Yeah, it goes down well. It goes down really well, but it has enough flavor. It's not just bland. Our, 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 we're not going to get into civility sessionable yet, or maybe we will. I say it's high on both. I'd sip this thing, and it's very sessionable. Yeah, I would agree with that. You could order two or three over the course of a dinner, or like drink them all night if you're feeling a little bit fancy. Exactly. Got yeah. Gold-plated panties on. Very. And drink u- some good beer. Very. You. A lot of utility on this. Speaking of gold-plated panties, all this talk about gold brings us to parable or terrible. Hey now. Hey, you got me thinking about gold. Now I'm thinking about when my next payday is. Hey, you son of a bitch. I got a payday king size peanut caramel bar. Ooh, the king size. 
So it's nearly expired because this is again from at uh, at Union Deli. Shout out to Union Deli, uh, where everything is about a month away from being expired. I'm gonna rip off a half a slump. Let me there take for you. the half you touched. Well, I touched this half. Joe, too. what am I gonna? Oh, I guess I could have given you the one in the wrap. Yeah, you could have. Yeah, okay. Hey, cheers. cheers. All right, you go, and then I'll oh, talk. Right. And you're gonna chew. These are. I was worried that the ex- expiration nearness was gonna have these like be rock hard. <laughs> Chip a tooth biting into them. I'll but they don't what, look too bad. I've been into they? this and I'm rock hard. Oh, no. <laughs> He's uncorked, folks. <laughs> Corkland uncorked. All right, go ahead. Okay. So my combo, I think we're running out of beer here. Yeah, we have none. <laughs> we have none to pair. I got, I got just a tiny little sip. So I'm taking a bite. Payday, for those of you who don't know, salted peanuts covering a big old log of, of caramel in the middle. And... I think this one's pretty obvious. To me, very, very parable. It's like classic bar snack fare, having yeah, these salty, yeah. salty, salty peanuts. Yeah, right. Exactly. What do you think? I agree. It's Is it like just caramel in the middle, or is it like a caramel peanut butter mixture? It might just taste like peanut butter because of the peanuts on it. But No, it's, it's good. And expired. it's like nougaty, like caramel. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Again, so, I, I had like a half tablespoon of beer to <laughs> pair it with. We sucked this thing down. It was good. It was good. All right. So, in a nutshell, in a peanut shell, <laughs> very parable. Nom, 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 nom. All right. Crunch, 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 crunch. <laughs> um, I love to go movies and eat it there very loudly. <laughs> Have you ever got like, a hot dog at a, at a movie? No, that, a that's insane to me. It, and it's been movie theater fair for Forever. how long? Yeah. They're selling nacho cheese, <laughs> pretzels, hot dogs. The Regal has pizza. So you can get slices of oh, no. Also, another thing I've noticed with movie theaters is they're trying, because they they're struggling. Movie Pass is one way to get people in mm-hmm. their asses into the seats mm-hmm. uh, and their their socks off and they're ready to watch. <laughs> but um, but another way is AMC, I know, as a brand, yeah, this is a movie talk episode. I AMC guess. is, hey, when I think about gold, I think about the stars. I think about Hey, the stars Tinseltown. are out to play. The stars come out to play. Uh, the Stella are stars. The Christmas stars. The stars yeah, of Bethlehem come out to play. Um, no, so AMC has like a bar in it. Mm. So it's not a, a theater that serves like alcohol that you can bring in and watch, 21 plus type theater. It's a area, 10 feet by 10 feet or so. Right. Where you can um, walk into, you can't exit, and like hang out. And drink alcohol. And get a cocktail, yeah. Did we talk about this on the show before? I don't think so. I don't think so. So you go in, and my point is, like, who in their right mind is hanging out in a movie theater? I don't know. It's like they're trying to combine, you know, dinner in a in a movie type into one place. So get a dog from the concession stands with your date. <laughs> but and... not necessarily dinner, I guess. Like, because most people will get a cocktail to, like, discuss a movie after they watch it together yeah. type thing. Maybe that's what they're going for. Oh, so you, you get but everybody, when they get out of a movie... They show me the exits now. Uh, yes, right, Get me right. out. I think my, I actually was griping about this to my wife again and again. <laughs> God bless her soul. And Is she Gold did. Camp just a reworking of all the arguments <laughs> that you like. It's my uh, work on with, you workshop with Devin and then you bring them here. No. Well, this one just kind of came up. Look, hey, it just came up. Um, <laughs> Put his notebook away. <laughs> no, but my, she brought up a great point. You might take your shit kids to a movie. 
and stick them in the theater, and they're gonna watch uh, Sherlock Gnomes, oh. and then okay. you're gonna, Daddy's gonna go get a <laughs> yeah, little shined up. Yeah, I think that's maybe what it's okay. For. It's, I could see that the the pictures, the images they have like on the signs on your way in are like people like hanging out and having a really good time. Like it's yeah. a bar. You get all pissed up till two thirty in the morning, right? Outside the concession concession stands of a movie theater. I I've never know. really thought I've seen those at several theaters. Sometimes they are like kind of full though. Maybe it's a thing where people who like eh, like a second date situation where they don't really know each other and they're like, oh yeah, we meet at movie theater, get a drink if we show up early type thing. I guess, yeah, meet there. Because it's better than getting a drink in a bar than sitting in your seat and watching bunions rub together <laughs> next to you. Yeah, but no one, I guess they're trying to change the frame of mind for everybody because nobody currently is saying like, let's go hang out at the movie right. theater for a while. right. <laughs> where we just stand there until we go into the movie. Not Everybody's unless you're sneaking late. into a second film. Catch that double Ooh, feature. Oh, I mean, they're just keeping you there all day. You can never leave. <laughs> Get a little pissed up and go to another feature. <laughs> I, how would you how would you fix the movie industry? <laughs> hmm. I, I don't understand why they don't introduce, like, better food. Right. They just, like, still charge, you know, put your up price on it, whatever you want. Right. But offer, like, food people would actually get. Right, if you're going to do, like, pizza or something, make it, like, legitimate, like, flatbread good yeah, yeah. pizza. Yeah, yeah. Have, like, Mod Pizza do a whatever in your Ooh. place. Yeah, you get, know? like, these, like, types of restaurants right there yeah. fast. Yeah. I like that a lot. Because um, then you might look at that and go, next time we come to a movie, let's just fucking eat Mod yeah. Pizza. Go hang out Well, and a lot of theaters now, like, smaller theaters are doing a thing where you can order food. Like, Central Cinema, right yeah. by your house. Yeah. Is, like... You can order a full meal and get it delivered to you and eat it. I don't love eating during a movie, like no. a full meal. I like to see Just what I'm eating. But Chomp on that popcorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Central Cinema, they're, they're kind of a movie theater made for like social movie watching, which I think right. is interesting. It's like you're going to watch Die Hard there. That's the type of movie. You yell at the screen. Right. You yell. And it doesn't matter if a waiter comes and is like, hey, you want another pretzel? Yeah. That's true. Sir, it's that's not new. <laughs> <laughs> we have a four pretzel limit, sir. <laughs> That's Don't... because of you. That policy is because of you. <laughs> yeah, just we just enacted it last week. <laughs> Our margins aren't big, sir. Yeah, we know you found out the one item that we don't make money on and continue to order it. <laughs> you're telling me you're not going to grandfather me into this policy? <laughs> All uh, right, let's see the beer advocate score. Yeah, on let's this talk. Thing, huh? Let's go back to Stella. I, I I fucking love Stella. Okay. All right. All right. Go okay. Ahead. Beer advocate it. 3.09 out of 5, which translates to okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, it is. Isn't it surprising? Like This beer shouldn't be good. It, it, it's right there. Right, with, the fact that it is from B- Belgium. Right, it's right in our deplorable range, yeah, yeah. but it's not. It's the Belgium nature in of some it. of the reviews on Beer Advocate, some people mentioned a thing called the Euro Skunk. Oh. Which I think would be because it's like imported and like there's so much opportunity for it to go bad, especially in that bottle, the green right, bottle right, we right. talked about. And before. I've definitely had that from Stella Artois before. This one tastes good, actually, in a can. So maybe and on tap, it's very good. It seems Stella seems like a, a beer you're supposed to be drinking out of the bottle because of the like foil they put on the top. It makes it look really right, classy. right. But out of a can, yeah, very well done. Mm-hmm. Since 1366, they've been brewing this beer. <laughs> so again, the history there. Um, and then, of course, 
I'm sure the founders in 1366 were hoping that one day AB InBev would snatch it up. Yeah. But actually, again, I I talked about this briefly at the top of the show. Um, Interbrew was the thing that, like, the, I'm not going to try to say the name of that brewery that originally was Belgium, um, originally was brewing this, but Interbrew was the thing that, like, grabbed this up. Mm -hmm. And, was like this was like the flagship beer for Interbrew as they did their merger to um, the rest of Anheuser Busch, which then became InBev. That in of AB InBev, Anheuser Busch AB, Interbrew is that in part. Really? So Stella Artois is like the 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 linchpin for in in AB InBev. Very interesting, Joe. Thank We're getting you. to the bottom of this thing. Yeah, this is imported by Import Brands Alliance, St. Louis, Missouri. Okay, yeah. So it's firmly entrenched in the AB InBev umbrella, but I don't know. I thought that was interesting because this must that be is... one of the most popular beers in, in Belgium. Look at this caramel log. Do we know payday. that? No, we don't. I, I said it must be. <laughs> it has to be. Well, yeah, this thing, it's distribution alone. is not an attractive-looking candy bar. doesn't have that, like, smooth chocolate exterior, you know? No. It's chunky. You can see the rectangular. I can see myself in this candy bar. <laughs> A little nutty. That's all I see. A little naughty. A little And sweet. close to expired. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's about to die. <laughs> uh, I, before we wrap up and we start to move into the reviews, it felt like we were moving in that way. I want to touch a little bit on the mailbag here. Oh, we got um, some mail? More mail flooding in from Uh-oh. two episodes flooding ago. In. The Bud Light Lime app. This one was texted to me from our good friend uh, down in L.A., Alex Gambrick. Alex says... Just listened to Bud Light Lime episode. Wow. 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 <laughs> Bravo. Concept, 10. Execution, 10. Lack of cold cans, assless chaps wrapped around my thighs, zero. <laughs> nice. So one fan uh, we have. Nice. Well, we, a couple couple super fans. That yeah, are, super uh, fan Kelsey likes it. On the flip side, I will say from personal conversations, part of the mailbag, mm-hmm. uh, my wife hated it. <laughs> I thought it was trash. Yeah. So, you know. I thought it was going to be trash until I listened to it with an open mind. Maybe some other people should try that. Let's let's lambast our listeners. <laughs> We're hey, not ha- liking our jackass stuff. Yeah, well, you know what? Hashtag nail fail. There's plenty of jackass stuff in everything we watch That's right. these days. That's right. All right, let's move to the reviews. Uh, Stella Artois. So again, just to recap very briefly, very briefly indeed about our beer tiers, cream of the crop, wild card, mild card, deplorables, Russian radioactive. Uh, intuitively, this feels like it should be in the deplorables bunch, but I, I'm i looking at that those. Seeping up into mild? It is. Like, deplorables ranges from the top three of Bud Light Lime, Guinness Draft Stout, and Pabst Blue Ribbon. All the way down to the bottom three of Molson Canadian, Milwaukee's Best Premium, and Olympia. This mm. is better than this is better than Bud Light Lime. Oh my God, Bud Light Lime was ahead of Guinness. We're gonna have to do another re-rank. <laughs> Bud really? Light Lime's not better than Guinness. Maybe I wrote well that it wrong. Guinness we had was bad. I guess I, I'm sorry to, to an entire country for, for putting because, well, Bud yeah, Light it's Lime a ridiculous. ahead of Guinness. I think it was because we had the light Guinness. We didn't have the like double draft or whatever. Yeah, the double stout. Oh, whatever. We, we'll get to that later. This is near to here. Well, that lime's there. refreshing. It is I refreshing. I genuinely think it is. Um, but this is, I think this is better than PBR, Guinness, and Bud Light Lime. What do you think? Uh, yeah, yeah, I would say that. I'm comfortable putting it in wild. I mean mild. Mild. So 
above, so then there's the line, which is the deplorable line. And above that is Eyinger Brauweiss, and then going up is Heineken and Melvin Killer Bees. So we have some precedent to slot a mass market beer like Heineken in the mild card range. Yes. But I like the Melvin Killer Bees, Tecate, Modelo Especial. This is better than all those, is it not? Grain Belt, keep continuing to go up. It's more sessionable than Grain Belt. Tipsy <clears throat> Toboggan, Sierra Nevada Torpedo it. Extra IPA. I like this better than that. Blatz. Yeah. Blatz. Uh, Blue it, Moon. I don't know if it can eclipse Blatz. Blatz, Blue Moon, Who Garden, Winta Baba, Black Why Lager. Why isn't Blatz higher? Maybe. How did we miss that again on the re-ranking? I think we were a little pickled up by the time Blatz okay, came. Okay, And we forgot that we wanted to bring it higher. Anyway. I like this better than You Winta Black Lager. Me too. So now we've exited <laughs> mild carts and we're going wild, baby. Hey. All I'll say, I was just going to say, all I'll say is there's a little siren echoing throughout <laughs> my, throughout the back of my skull, the back of my dome. Ugly Pug, Crikey IPA, Alaskan Amber. This is better than Alaskan Amber, is it? Eh, it's right there, I guess. Great Lakes Christmas Ale, Sam Adams Boston Lager, Fremont Parkland Pills, last week's episode. Linen Kukos Original, Rainier, Session. I think now we're, doesn't this feel like more? It does, Joe. Where do you have it? Fat tire, Keep long talking block logger. Oh my God! I feel it going. Swivel head red. IRA. Uh-huh. We're at number ten now. No, it's not up there. Really? Okay. <laughs> so we we hit we hit, hit, hit the wall. No, it's got to be like. Mm, I have an idea, but I want you to go first. So I, I would put it at you. eighteen above Alaskan amber. Okay, and I had it a little Great higher. Christmas sale. Okay, where do you have it? I I was gonna put it um, at fourteen or sorry fifteen behind Rainier above Lion Kugel's original, mm. so we are four spots off. Okay, I have no context for Great Lakes Christmas Sale. I feel pretty this is strongly a nice strong winter warmer. Yeah, very different context than right. This. But w- one thing that we both value very much is value. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, and uh, subjectivity <laughs> and subjectivity. And I like this better than. Alaskan Amber and Sam Adams Boston Lager. I don't think mm-hmm. I like it better than Fremont Parkland Pills, and I could be actually playing Google's original either. So I guess maybe I'm at 17. I'm comfortable with that because, yeah, I wouldn't put it above Parkland Pills that we just had. I had another But you one would put it above Great Lakes Christmas Ale? Yeah, I'm okay with that happening. And then you you don't care about Sam Adams Boston Lager? Could go either way. I like I like Sam Adams. Me too. All right, let's let's do a happy medium then, and let's put it below Sam Adams Boston Lager, which is 18. That's where you had it. No, you just misread that before. I did misread oh. it. <laughs> okay, so we're, we're going to land this son of a bitch in, uh, at number 18, mm. firmly in wildcard territory, mm-hmm. um, just ahead of Sam Adams Boston Lager. Um, I think that's a pretty good place for it. I like it. As I finish up my payday here. <laughs> yeah, you, you keep chewing. Daddy's getting paid. And let me just say... Get out to the movies. Go see a, a quiet yeah. place, a silent place, whatever the fuck it's called, um, and and keep your shoes on, people. Wear slippers for the love of God. Off.